you know, it's not Karachi, this is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crashing. In the booth with never records. Nice. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. You are not listening to Never Records on Blue Gold Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 8 of Never Records Radio. If you are joining me for the first time, my name is Ted Riederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. In 2010, I began a conceptual art project in an abandoned tower records that changed my life and took me around the world. At its heart, Never Records is about the fellowship of shared performance. The idea is simple. I travel to a city and open a record shop. I then fill the shop with vinyl records recorded and cut on site. I invite anyone who wants to make a record to make one for free. I cut only two copies, one for the performer and one for my archive of over 400 recordings from seven cities around the world. In past episodes, I've talked about my inspirations for Never Records. And since we are exploring the catalog from Never Records New Orleans, I feel like I should mention the work of Alan Lomax. For those unfamiliar with Alan Lomax, He was a 20th century champion of collecting and cataloging folk music around the world that was endangered by modernity. Now, I'm not interested in specimen collecting, cataloging, or quantifying music or art. What fascinates me about Lomax's work is the language he uses to describe the culture surrounding music, what happened as he discovered and recorded performers, and the impact of recording obscure communities. I'm fascinated by Lomax's book from 1950 entitled Mr. Jelly Roll, which explores the life and music of the pianist Jelly Roll Morton, considered by many to be the father of jazz music. In a passage about the birth of jazz in New Orleans, Lomax writes, In a divided world struggling blindly towards unity, jazz became a cosmopolitan argo. This new musical language owes its emotional power to the human triumph accomplished at the moment of its origin in New Orleans, a moment of cultural ecstasy. Perhaps it is so wherever people share their treasures and a truly fresh stream of culture begins to flow. Such moments of cultural ecstasy may occur prior to all great cultural movements, just as seeding precedes birth. I believe that the artist's job is not only to reflect culture through his or her mirror, but to foment cultural ecstasy, to stir up a scene, to galvanize a community, and that is one of Never Records' prime goals. Let me describe this next recording to you. The band Little Maker really stole my heart. Each and every one of the members became a friend, and I have even seen them play in New York City. Just last month, Micah McKee, the singer and guitar player for the band, sent me a picture from someone's wedding in New Orleans. The wedding cake was in the shape of an acoustic guitar, and on this guitar was an Ever Records sticker, perfectly replicated in icing. Little Maker exemplifies a kind of grace I found again and again in New Orleans. A musical virtuosity with nods to tradition, tempered with contemporary arrangements, songwriting, and lyricism. Here is Little Maker with their song Heavy Eyes, 
recorded live at Never Records New Orleans in 2012.
you are not listening to Never Records Radio. We made a music video for Little Maker, which Jason Weich filmed in Never Records and outside on the ferry to Algiers crossing the Mississippi. You can watch the video by following a link from the About New Orleans section of neverrecords.net. Let me describe this next recording to you. Rebecca Crenshaw, the violinist from Little Maker, also plays in the band The Tin Types. This is another phenomenon I discovered in New Orleans, but could perhaps be said of every city I've been to. Almost every musician I have recorded is involved in multiple projects. After a session with the band, without fail, one of the players will come up and ask if they can book a time slot for another project. The New Orleans performing arts community is one large family. Anytime I've seen live music in New Orleans, I've recognized someone I've recorded. I feel very lucky to be a part of this family. The day I recorded the Tin Types, it was raining cats and dogs. They decided to play a track they had already recorded, but felt very relaxed and comfortable singing. And as soon as I heard it, I knew that the sad love song called for some pathetic fallacy, the literary term used to describe the attribution of human emotions to the weather. I propped open the mail slot to the front door of Never Records and miked the rain. You can hear it throughout the song, a stream of water from a clogged gutter and the sound of cars splashing by. Just wanna know me 
You are not listening to Never Records Radio. One of my favorite things about a Never Records song is when the sound of the room is captured. Oftentimes, musicians will walk into the installation, take a look at the lack of soundproofing, concrete floors, cinder blocks, or mirrors, and ask if I'm worried about how the room will sound. It's often true that at times the conditions inside Never Records are less than ideal. But my goal is to capture what it sounds like at that moment of time, to be present in the space. I came of age as a musician during the 1980s, where every instrument was recorded in isolation, stripped of any room sound. Reverb and other effects were added later to make an instrument sound more live. And most of the time, the digital effects of the 1980s sounded awful. If I listen to whenever records recording, the sound of the room helps me visualize the moment. Call it a geography of sound, echolocation, or oral perception. But if I close my eyes and listen hard for the room sound, I'm in a Mon Jordan, Victoria, Texas, or New Orleans. Let me describe this next recording to you. The tracks I recorded with The Wasted Lives are some of my favorite live recordings I have ever done. Their blend of self-described Louisiana-style hillbilly fever is conducive to live recording. But I was really fortunate to capture the spirit of the band, their sense of humor and enthusiasm, not to mention the bottle of whiskey they brought. It was wonderful recording the Wasted Lives version of Wanda Jackson's song, My Big Iron Skillet.
big iron skillet in my hand. not listening to never records radio i love that guitar solo by matt bell it's absolutely perfect and so is the fiddle solo for that matter thank you for listening to never records radio stay tuned next week for more music from new orleans as always i offer a heartfelt thank you to the people and performers that make never records possible a special thanks goes to kiri salinas at blue gold radio for helping put the show together and the uw eau claire foundation for making it all possible You are not listening to Never Records.